Do you want to just jump right in or? Yes. Welcome to our first podcast. Yay. I can't believe we're here right now. I also can't believe Because it. we've talked about this, <laughs> I think dating back to what, December? What exactly is this podcast? Okay. So I feel like you and I've had like good conversation, just the two of us. Yeah. And like, I feel like sometimes we've had these moments, like, you know, there was some information in there that I feel like people would have liked to hear. And like, just jokingly, we were like, we should have recorded that. Yeah. You yeah, know, that happens often. That happened last night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I feel like that's one of the things that got like the idea of a podcast going in my head is, you know, if we're having these like, you know, in-depth conversations that we think are like beneficial to our relationship. Yeah. Maybe that's like a good benchmark for other people. I feel like at the root of what makes our relationship so successful is effective communication. The title, which I really like, by the way. Me too. We matched online yep. through a dating app mm-hmm. and what's come after is the now what, right? I guess. Yeah. We are documenting the now what. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I guess to start off, we should probably tell the people a little bit about ourselves. ourselves? Yeah. Do you want to go first? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I'll go first. I'll go first. My name's Kyle. I haven't even introduced us yet. That's, oh, that's, like, right. that's how, that's how uh, new to this that we are. Yeah, we're getting to it. Yeah. Uh, so this I'm is Abby. Abby, my beautiful girlfriend. I'm Kyle. We've been dating for almost a year now. I'm 30. I am 27. I don't even know where to start. Like, where do you think I should start here? Okay. Um, why not start with like you know, a little bit about, about what you do? No? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> Did I say a word? I think so. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, it's fine. Um, so I'm a... I don't know. I feel like I'm in a spot right now where what I do for work is a little ambiguous. Um, That's kind of why I want you to bring it up. Yeah. So, I mean, if you had asked me like a year ago, even I'd probably say like I was a graphic designer. Yeah. uh, Slash video editor, Mm -hmm. freelance, freelancer. Now I'm transitioning more into, I guess, like an entrepreneurial path Mm -hmm. where I'm looking to start my own businesses. um, And that's been like, I mean, as you know, it's been a, it's been an experience. One that like I'm, I'm thankful for and, and I'm glad that I'm doing it's, it's proven to have its challenges, but at the same time, I feel like I've never really been happier pursuing this passion. From like an outside perspective, I'm going to say like Kyle has so many great ideas and to have come into his life at a point where he's like taken those ideas and kind of brought them into the world in in some way, shape or form. And he's just getting started. Like I'm, I'm very fortunate be a part of that. Thank you. That was very it. sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure I'll, I'll get into like, you know, the businesses that I'm uh, trying to pursue or per- currently pursuing. And then also the ones that like I'm looking to pursue in the future. Yeah. Uh, maybe in this episode, maybe in like future episodes, I feel like in this episode, you know, kind of just want to give like a quick synopsis of like us and then dive into like specific stories uh, or experiences. Yeah. Um, depending on the topic, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's, that's it for you. I mean, I think so. Do you think there's anything else that I should include or. I mean, that's good for now. We'll get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Episodes down the line. I'm sure. So Abby. Hi, I'm Abby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so what are you up to? What have I been up to? Um, so I'm currently a student. I'm finishing my undergrad. My major is in psychology doing a minor in biology and political science. 
And uh, I am just wrapping that up, so I'm really excited about that. Yep. Um, you have one more course left. You have one more course left. Yep. So excited. Yeah, me too. Um, I also, since meeting Kyle, I think like Kyle has like allowed me to explore more of the ideas I've had. Yes. Um, in creating and working on like personal independent projects. Yep. I guess like like what I want to say next about myself is like a good segue into the rest of what we want to talk about in this video. But um, so I'm 27. I started dating when I was 25 and that was like mid pandemic, not mid pandemic now, but like a good. Kind of toward the beginning, really like 2020, no? Early 2020? Yeah. Yeah. I mean like, yeah. So by mid pandemic, I mean, we were established in a pandemic, but yeah. We're in it. Yeah. Yeah. But not time-wise. Yeah. It was, I think if the pandemic, like the lockdown started in March, I started dating like online dating in May. Yeah. Um, for a timeline. So, um, kind of late to the game by a lot of people's standards, kind of not. But I think like, that's kind of the point, right? Yeah. Like you entered the dating game when you were ready. Yes. Right. Like that's one of the, one of the things that Kyle and I have talked about a few times now is like removing ourselves from like standards of society, whether that be like the general society you're in even friends yeah so right. it, could be, it could be like smaller groups too um yeah. like micro micro groups like your family friends you know the people you see online that yeah. you want to be just like yeah i really like your eye contact by the way it's thank you yeah. I, I, think, <laughs> I think the first like three minutes i didn't even acknowledge there was a camera uh, you know what they're they're flying the wall i mean i'll look occasionally but <laughs> yeah um but yeah i so i want to like i want to bring that up that i like dating was one of those things where um, so like I'm Pakistani and like, that's not really like, it's, it's like here or there, you yeah. know, like women date like here or there. Do you want to talk about your parents? Yeah. So my parents, um, I don't want to like generalize too much. I don't want to say like, you know, Pakistani, Pakistani women can't date. They can, but it's just not, it's not common. It's not heard of in the community I was brought up in. Yeah. Um, my parents had an arranged marriage, like the strictest definition of an arranged marriage. Yeah. Um, it was like distant family members bringing them together. They were in two different countries. My mom was in Pakistan. My dad was in Canada. Um, and then met like they were engaged before they met in person. Yeah. Then when they met in person, it was like within days they were married. So I grew up with a very interesting, um, I guess, like genesis to this family. Like that family started in such a such a very a way that was very unique to like the way I grew up in North America. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Probably very, yeah, very unique, unique uh, <laughs> in comparison to your, your yeah. friends at the time, probably. Yeah. Right? Cause I was born and raised in Canada. Uh, yes. So yeah. not a lot of my friends. I mean, I grew up in Mississauga. Did you understand early on that your parents were the product of an arranged marriage? Was that something that they were open to you about? Like right it on? was, yeah. Um, it was talked about a lot, whether I understood it. At the time, I'm not sure, yeah. but it was talked about. Like it was, um, because it was it was kind of funny. It's like funny to reference, you know, <laughs> marrying the stranger than uh, in my mom's case, like move across the world, yeah, by yourself. Yeah, it's like wild when you say it, but it's like it's it's when it comes yeah. to the culture, yeah, it's norm. Yeah, right? um, yeah, with the slight caveat of of moving. Right, that is countries, right? Like that's that's for your mom. Like that, yeah, that that was. Uh, Sometimes I think about it. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that's the bravest thing she did. That like twenty four. Yeah, 
Um, I love your mom. <laughs> <laughs> we love her. We love yeah. her. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. Sometimes I think about how crazy that must've felt. Yeah. Absolutely. Scary. Yeah. So yeah, it was something that was talked about. It wasn't like, yeah. I mean, I guess it, why wouldn't it be right? Because um, I mean, I'm, I assume well, we've talked about it. I know yeah. um, that was something that like you probably thought like, you know, culturally, like I'm probably going to end up in an arranged marriage as well. Yeah. Or is that incorrect? Like, well, how would you? No, that's correct. I, um, I had older cousins who were getting married and it was kind of, um, not quite 50, 50, but like maybe 60, 40. Um, yeah. like, so like arranged marriage was still very common with my cousins, but then also dating was, I mean, the interesting thing is that you wouldn't talk about it necessarily. It's just like, you know, an engagement would roll around and, you know, all of a sudden you'd find out like you're, they were dating and they met someone and that's the person they decided to marry. So it was, it was very like hush hush if you dated Mm -hmm. and just in my personal experience with my families, but yeah, like both were, both were viable options. It's just one was easier to navigate and that's the arranged marriage. Yeah. There was like a very clear cut way as to how I go about how I would go about that. Yeah. Dating was not clear cut because no one would really talk about it. Right. I think like, I think I've told uh, you, Kyle, that like I, up until the point I was like, I want to say like graduating high school. So like in 19, 18, mm-hmm. 19, I was like convinced I was going to get an arranged marriage. Yeah. I thought that's what I wanted. Yeah. I thought it'd be easier. Um, I was very, at that point in my life, I was very uncertain about like romance and dating and loving people. Like I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know what that meant in like outside of just like a family dynamic or a friend dynamic. Like those were the only relationships that I was really familiar with. Yeah. So at 19, when you don't know that um, aspect of a relationship. So yeah, up until like 19, I was pretty sure I was going to get an arranged marriage and I, I can't really figure out what changed my mind. But at some point you did decide yeah. that you, you didn't want to pursue that. Yeah. That route. I think it was more, I wanted the option. Right. Um, even when I first considered dating, I didn't necessarily like totally rule out an arranged marriage. Right. I just wanted the option of, of looking for both because like arranged marriages, like, like I'm also Christian, right? So arranged marriages don't follow like a very, they've become more modern in recent years. Yeah. Um, so in arranged marriages, like in my family, you still get to know the person. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you're just like engaged earlier on. There's like a, a like a very specific commitment, like the timeline's very specific. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I'm not opposed to it. Um, I just didn't think it was going to be beneficial for me. And, and I can talk about that in the future. So yeah. we can, we can, if you want, we can just jump back into like yeah. the moment when you decided that I'm yeah. going to start dating. Right. Let's do that. Yeah. So when you started to date and like, I mean, as you know, you can see in the title of this video, like the topic of today is dating apps or dating online. Yeah. And so it's safe to assume that like, that's where you started at 25 mid pandemic. Yeah. You got on dating apps. Yeah. I think my motivation behind that was, so my mom was married at 24. Yeah. I had just turned 25. Um, and not to say things were looking bleak in terms of socializing with the pandemic, but uncertain for sure. It's a good word. Yeah. Yeah. And I all of a sudden felt like I didn't have time to waste, <laughs> which um, depending on who you are, like that could be a good motivation to get into something. Um, it could also not be to me. I think it was a good one. I think I needed a bit of a kick in the butt Yeah. to try something that was kind of scary or like try something for the first time. I feel like that feel is some sort of motivation and, and 
uh, time was one. <laughs> yes. So I, yeah, I was on the dating app that I only used one. Um, should we talk? Should we talk about it? I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, sure. Why not? Yeah. It was Bumble. It was Bumble. Yeah. S <laughs> tier <laughs> yeah. dating app, in my opinion. Well, I feel like it was the right one for me, clearly. Like, yeah. Because, yeah. but anyway. To be honest, though, I didn't really try the other ones. Yeah, I did. Um, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't really like them. Just spit. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. We're going to be that podcast. Yeah, I know. Um, um, yeah, no, I was on there for a couple months. And um, how many months? May, June, July, August, I want to say. Okay. Um, so what was your opinion? Like when you first got on the dating app, what was your experience like? Like, did you find it? Actually, how about we, how about we dial it back a little bit? Yeah. Why did you decide to go down the route of dating apps? To be honest, I think had it not been for the pandemic. So you think the yeah, pandemic think was, was like yeah. the driving force in, yeah. in that decision? Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> water break. <laughs> Lime water break. Mm. Uh, I feel like I need to go on a tangent. If you're somebody like me who struggles with drinking water due to the lack of flavor, yeah, I would suggest getting a bottle of lime or lemon juice, whatever your preference. Yeah. Just putting a little bit in the glass and then, is there something here? That no, for no, you. sorry. <laughs> There's an eyelash. <laughs> I like you're trying to give me a uh, Yeah, like a little bit of lime juice fill the cup up with water. And then there's like a little bit of flavor that just makes the experience of drinking water, at least for me, uh, yeah. way better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you kind of got me, you kind of planted that seed because. I use like an actual lemon wedge. Yes. And I'll squirt it. In Whenever we go to restaurants, Abby's always like, can I get a water with a lemon wedge? Yeah. Yeah. That's me. And I was not. like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Yeah. Um, Look at that. First podcast, first tangent. We're here. <laughs> Can't believe we're here. Yeah, actually, I mean, like, I feel like that's a good place to pause for me. Like, let's, we can, should we, should we talk about your experience with uh, going into dating and on a dating app? Yeah. So I started dating at 25. Um, I guess the reason that I waited so late, and, and this might have to do with just what I felt like me as a man had to bring to the table when it came to a relationship was stability, a sense of direction prior to 25. Like I didn't know what my life was going to look like. And it's funny because like, I feel like I'm kind of back in that state now, but I'm just much more comfortable with the unknown. Whereas back then I don't think I was. Uh, so I, I was somebody that like knew that I wanted to be in a relationship, like a committed relationship, get married. But like it had to be at a point where, like I was like financially, I feel like the finance, the financial part was yeah a big aspect for it. So at 24, um, I guess I got my first like full-time, really solid job. Yeah. And when I say solid, I, I mean like solid pay. Yeah. Yeah. So I got this job and after a year I was like, you know what? Like I, I, I see myself uh, here. I was a, I guess I was just like a general laborer. Um, yeah like slash press assistant at a production plant 
that produce uh, packaging, like plastic packaging for like foods, coffees, uh, 12 hour shifts. I mean, I, I don't need to get into the specifics <laughs> of the work, but uh, after a year there and, and building up like my financial situation, if you will, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to start dating. Yeah. Um, now I was just super thankful that online dating kind of became as prominent as it is now. Yeah. Uh, I feel like in a lot of ways, like if, if, if online dating never existed, like I don't know how I would have met somebody. Yeah. Right. Um, I wasn't somebody that went out a lot. Uh, I had a hard time approaching like anybody, like men, women, like out about socializing with new people. I just, I kind of was like the type of person and still am in a lot of ways that like, I have my core group of friends and, and I kind of just stick within that box. Right. Yeah. So back when I was 25, um, I feel like most of the dating apps that exist now did not exist. Uh, or at least weren't as popular as one popular one at that time, which was Tinder. Didn't use Tinder. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like Tinder, I felt like was, uh, I had just heard the rumblings that it was a hookup app. Yeah. So yeah. I, and I wasn't trying to do that. Like yeah. I was trying to get a relationship. So I ended up using, uh, it wasn't an app, it was a website. I used mash.com. Shout out to anybody who, uh, and I had to pay for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I opted to use match and I thought it was great because you got to like, you know, filter through profiles and look at like, you know, people's jobs, like where they live, their interests. Yeah. And, uh, it it just made it easier for me to approach people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll virtually. Yeah. Um, but it like uh, knowing a little bit about somebody, uh, kind of gave me confidence to like pursue a conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause knowing where they are and like knowing where you are, it's easier for you to determine if that's like um like a viable option like is that yeah. something that something could come out of that yeah um versus like when you're just meeting people out in the open yeah um granted i guess i was actually thinking about this knowing that this was like our first like the topic for our first our first podcast episode so i was thinking about it more and i i wondered i was what would i do had i had there not been a pandemic and i didn't go with online dating yeah i don't actually know what i would do because i like I've been asked out maybe like a handful of times in person and I've always just been like, it's always just been at a point in time where I wasn't ready to date yet. Yeah. Um, like early twenties to 25, like that five years, like again, a handful of times. And I always just said I wasn't ready to date cause I wasn't at that point. Yeah. And so I've never been in a situation where I was actually like ready to date. Someone had asked me out and then I had to think of, I either had to agree or disagree based on, based on what also? Yeah. Like, what would I, what do you make that decision of? <laughs> like, is, I, it, yeah. is it just solely physical appearance? Um, yeah. Is it, is it their opening line? Like. When you meet somebody in person, like a stranger in person, you, you kind of have to go through that surface level introduction. And I feel like you don't really get a lot. You don't always get like a lot of information yeah. from that. Right. Yeah. Uh, like with, with online dating, it's like, I can see that you're interested in biking or uh, movies, or I can see that you've traveled somewhere. So I prefer it when I can use that information to like ask a targeted question. 
Yeah. Like, oh, uh, I see that you went to like insert country here. Yeah. <laughs> like, how was that experience? What was your favorite part about it? You know yeah. what I mean? Whereas like when you meet somebody, when you meet a stranger, like at a bar, I, I always just like think about like, that's how people meet like at a bar. Like, at, yeah, it's not always true. But. It's not, no, but I, I just want to like give kudos to like the, the people who, I mean, first of all, the generations before us where that was the norm. Yeah. Like you either met people in like bars, clubs, restaurants, maybe yeah. um, like friends of friends, family, work, school. Yeah. There's really only like a handful of ways to do it. And then you're limited on, on who you're meeting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just based on like the kind of person I am and I guess what you're alluding to is the kind of person you are. Um, dating apps were just like a great option to, it was like that there was, there was this nice baby step or stepping stone before meeting a person where you could build up some sort of like expectation. Yeah. And it wasn't crazy. You don't have like this crazy expectation meeting them, but you go in with an expectation that they're meeting what their profile says. Yeah. And then you can kind of, uh, it helps you navigate that first date. Yeah, absolutely. And then even the conversation beforehand. Yeah. Um, like I was someone who took like initial conversation very seriously on the dating app. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've been on two first dates and <laughs> it was like, there was always like a, a good amount of conversation prior. Yeah. Um, like that was a, that's a green flag for me. Yes. Anything else. I think two weeks was like my minimum, yeah. two weeks of conversation. That was my minimum. And then if any, anything short of that, well, I mean, so we actually had a funny, um, start. <laughs> we did. Uh, it was a little, it was not a, a straight path no. for Kyle and I. It was a bit of a, we took a detour. Do you want to save this? We can, yeah. But maybe, like, yeah. I, I did want to talk about, like, now that we're kind of on the topic of why we like dating apps, like, wh- like what are some of the, like, the, like some, of the, some of the other pros? So, like, one that we just talked about was, like, you know, getting to know. You, you, you get more information, yeah. right? Like, they're the, the barrier of, like, having to, like, go up to somebody, like, in real life. Yeah. Uh, like say hello, like go through that surface level conversation that is now removed. Right. Yeah. You still obviously have to introduce yourself virtually in the dating apps, but now you get to choose who you pursue. Yeah. Uh, based off of the things that they write about themselves. Right. And I think that's huge. Like, is there anything else? I mean, with Bumble, we, you want, should we talk about like why we like Bumble? Why Bumble? Um, that was kind of a, like a recommendation to me being a woman. Um, yeah. cause I guess like Bumble is the only app, maybe not anymore, but at the time it was the only app where like women get, got like the opportunity to reach out first. Yes. It was like, it was, the ball was in their court. Yes. Um, what I liked about that is friends warned me about like online dating is like that initial message you get, like could be very inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very unsolicited. Yeah. Um, and Bumble kind of, I, I, I imagine that was their intention was to remove that. That's initially what, like what my initial thoughts are, what I first liked on the dating app. What did you like on Bumble? I liked it for the same reason. I mean, I think that's why most people go to Bumble is because the woman has to make the first move. Because that in and of itself was kind of like a filtration process for me. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to see how creative people would get or how much effort they would put into it. So if somebody just said like, Hey, to me or hi, or no, the bare minimum, like that to me was not a great indication for a first. Exactly. Yeah. I knew that I was able to put in effort into my messages. I just wanted to see like, you know, 
Well, it's someone who's going to match your energy. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I guess as, as far as like dating apps as a whole go, one of the other benefits or pluses to the filtration system, right? Yeah. Where you can filter by religion, area, uh, interests. Um, the list goes on. Why right? do they like dogs? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I think that's something that I know a lot of people use, but I know that like, like not everybody uses. And I feel like the reason why they're so beneficial is because it, it narrows down the pool of people, people who are more of a suitable match to you. Yeah. Right. The less information you provide about yourself, the, the wider your the dating, pool. You, the range may be, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, is more like ambiguous options better than less, fewer. like fewer targeted options. Yeah. I would just, I would don't think so. Yeah. Those, right. Yeah. Those fewer targeted ones are more likely to lead somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it saves you time, right? Yeah. Like even though you may not get as many matches, the people that you are interacting with are more suitable for you. Yeah. And the thing I want to add on to that is like getting on a dating app initially and getting all of those matches right off the bat. Yeah. Like that can be like super validating. Absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of dopamine. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of dopamine. <laughs> and uh, it's easy to get caught up in that, but that is. is not productive to finding that single relationship. No, because that's instant gratification, right? Yeah. Which like, I feel like a lot of people are used to getting or might subconsciously love getting, yeah. love getting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think like everyone loves it to some degree. Yeah. It's just like, it is, it, good. is it productive? Though? Yeah. Like, oh, somebody likes me or I'm yeah. talking to somebody that like, you know, is yeah, interested. A bit of an ego boost. It <laughs> is. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah like it's, it's just not conducive. I, I had to remind myself um, after a couple of weeks or like a month on the app that, you know, like it's nice to know that there's like a, like a handful of men out there who are interested, but like first and foremost, it's very superficial. It's based off of an image or a couple of images. And then the fact that you may have some things in common. Right. Um, and then the other thing is too, is like, I realized that I was wasting time by trying to appeal to like a larger group of men. You have all these options. Like, sure. You have options. That sounds great. But is it actually productive? Is it going to get you to that one person that you're trying to meet? Because that's the goal. That's the goal. Yeah. You're trying to find one person. Yeah. Right? Out of all of them. So you just really want to, like be comfortable with being yourself yeah, and then just stay focused on no matter how many people don't like that about you yeah, or don't like things about you, just stay focused and, and just keep plowing through until you find plowing through feels like the wrong word. <laughs> <laughs> but just keep going on that path. Powering through. <laughs> Powering through. Yeah. Um, until, <laughs> until you find the one person you do like yeah. and that likes you for you. Yeah. And then that's the person you are like you're, you're going to spend the rest of your life with. I feel like that's the most rewarding outcome. Yeah. What are some of the downsides of dating apps? Oh, wait, no. Can I say another thing I liked? What I like about dating apps is you immediately know that every the community on dating apps, everybody is single and pursuing something out in true. the real world. I feel like that's, I've, I've heard that that's one of the things that like hindered people from approaching someone is not noticing, no, not knowing what their status is. Yes. First and there's no way of knowing. There's no way of knowing. Unless you yeah. ask, right? You really do just have to, and it, it takes guts. It, it takes does. Guts it's to some, walk up to someone. Sometimes it's too much for yeah. somebody. Like, I know it was too much for my ego. I, I was so, if like, I was so afraid of that rejection Yeah. that I could never really see myself doing that, like on a, on a consistent basis, let alone like even once, Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
And um, actually, now that I'm thinking about it too, wherever you are, when you go to approach someone, like that plays a very big role. Like um, there's so many hindrances in real world situations, right? Like if a girl's with a bunch of her friends, yeah, right? I feel like I don't remember what this, I don't remember what the statistic is, but they're less likely or more likely to say, I think less likely. It's like going to the lion's den. Yeah, they're yeah. less likely to, to say yes. You know, if, you know, a girl's family is nearby or, you know, whatever it may be, like it could be, it could, for men too, I'm sure there's certain places in the world where if they're approached, they're just kind of turned off by that idea. It's funny because I feel like the opposite is true for men when it comes to being around their friends. I feel like if a man is around like a bunch of his guy friends, like yeah. he's probably more likely to like say yes to going out Yeah. If, if he was approached by a woman Yeah. Uh, because of that, like abundance of testosterone yeah. around him. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Like it, there's so many factors in the real world that can determine whether or not approaching someone's actually going to like have that desired outcome or not. Yeah. Um, whereas on the dating app, you don't, you're not, it's, it could happen, I think, just based on like the mood the person's in. Yeah. Um, but it's very limited. Yeah. Right. It's really limited to what that person wants at that time. Yeah. And that's less influenced by external factors, I think. Right. Um, also knowing that like once you've matched with someone, very superficial level, albeit, but you know that there's a, a level of attraction there. Right. And that feeling of rejection is less. Yeah. Which I think is, it's just easier to stay in the dating game. Yes. Whereas I think personally, if I were someone, I mean, also being a woman, it's kind of like hit or miss as to like whether or not it's attractive to be the first one to make the move or not. Mm -hmm. I, but I, I just know personality wise, I was not inclined to do that. Mm -hmm. I was not inclined to make the first move, but if I were and I was rejected, I'm pretty sure it would take me out of the dating game for like a month. <laughs> <Fair point. laughs> It'd be a long time before I can work up the guts to do that again. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people would their advice to people who are dating would be like, you know, you just have to kind of build that confidence. Right. I agree with that, but I just think it's faster to do it. Right. Like on a dating app. Yes. Um, we transition now into like, so what are some of the downsides? One of them that kind of jumps out to me is that like, there's a lack of accountability. Especially like prior to getting to know somebody in person. Yes, exactly. Not knowing that much about them, where they live. Like that sounds creepy, but you know what I mean? Like just, the, the fact that the person can ghost you and be an actual ghost. Yes. Zero way of contacting them, zero way of knowing them. That yeah. takes away accountability. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's a great topic to kind of start with is like ghosting is rampant on yeah. uh, dating apps where, I mean, I'm sure everybody knows what ghosting is, but for those that may not. Yeah. Uh, ghosting is essentially when you're talking to somebody and then they just never respond. Yeah, they disappear. And this is like when you've, you've been communicating with them. This isn't just like you send one and they don't respond. I don't consider that. Ghosting. I don't consider that ghosting either. Yeah. Yeah. It's a couple messages in at least. Yeah. Let's say I was single, right? Um, with the perspective that I have now, I feel like I would approach communication a lot differently because like uh, I believe in effective communication and I don't think ghosting is effective communication. Yeah. I mean, it's effective in the sense that it gets a message across, but it's not <laughs> respectful. Right. In my, yeah. in my opinion. And then here's the thing too. It, you, the only message it gets across is that the person isn't interested, but there's so much subtext that isn't communicated. Exactly. Right. Yes. Like, why were you interested? And I think. I feel like when you, when you, when you start talking to somebody, when you have a conversation with somebody and it gets past that, um, Hey, how are you? Like, you know, that surface level, like introduction. Yeah. If you're not interested in somebody by that point, like just let them know. I just say it. Yeah. 
you know, you, you, you might get a, a, an array of responses to that, but at the end of the day, you're being honest. And that's something that like, even if somebody takes it poorly, if I get ghosted by somebody who I had been talking to for like a couple of days, um, it, it would suck. Right. Because it's like, well, you know, what happened? Like a lot of the times it's not even that they aren't interested anymore, but maybe their attention was like grabbed by somebody new. And I feel like that's another one of the problems is that there's this sea of options, right? Yeah. It's like a paradox of choice. Oh yeah. Psychologically speaking, that that's, there's no end to that. That's the problem, yeah. right? Is that like, it's a, it's a loop. It's a constant search. Yeah. And right? that the initial, the initial parts of a relationship are always the most exciting. I think like that p- people have talked about this like fairly often at this point, but people think like that initial stage of excitement is the feeling you're chasing or like, that's what you want in your relationship is you constantly want that. Yeah. And it's supposed to last indefinitely. The, the duration. Yeah. yeah. Like the perfect relationship will have that forever, which is not the case. It's not the case. Um, yeah. It's, it's actually just like, I believe like just adrenaline from a new yeah. situation. And it's like, Oh, this person who like doesn't even know me, like is giving me attention and like, they like what they, see or yeah. have read about me and, and you're getting hit with information probably about them that you really like yeah yeah um like oh he's got a dog i love dogs you know yeah um you know he's got like whatever your whatever your standards maybe your requirements meet right maybe the check boxes that you have if he's ticking them off at the beginning yeah that like feeling is yeah. it's a great feeling it's exciting and yeah. you're like oh like i think i'm doing it like i'm finally getting or you know they're they're really funny initially right um and Anyways, like the, the, the problem is, is that like that, that feeling only lasts like a certain point, exactly. a certain amount of time. Eventually the novelty of this person will go away. Yes. And if you're chasing that feeling, cause you think it means something else, like it means a successful relationship. It means chemistry. It means the ideal relationship. If you think that that feeling, that's what that feeling is communicating, then you're going to keep doing it because right. it's actually all that means is that you're just currently in a novel situation. What advice would you give somebody who is pursuing a relationship and is opting to uh, use dating apps to achieve that. Okay. Yeah. So first and foremost, it, it is that personality type. If you are an introvert, I feel like dating apps are a good, like give them a try. Um, the other thing is if you are fairly certain as to what you're looking for, because like those filter options are super helpful. But then again, like even if you're not certain as to what you're looking for, you just don't have to filter your matches. Um, and you can leave your match options open, but like filter your, your own profile. I feel like it's a good idea to know what you're looking for and stick to that. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like there is a space for people who aren't looking for committed relationships. Yeah. Like just be honest about that. Yes. There are other people who are also not looking for committed relationships. Yes. And y'all can vibe together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Um, it just saves you and the people that you interact with time, right? Yeah, yeah. I understand that it's not always e- like easy to be straightforward, but I feel like it's the respectful thing to do, right? Yeah, it's always nice to kind of just treat people the way you'd want to be treated in yeah, return. Yeah. Like if you've been ghosted and it sucks, maybe don't ghost other people. Like, yeah, I feel like you're gonna you're gonna hurt somebody regardless. Yeah. Just giving someone like that explanation, like either either way is gonna hurt. At least it's constructive. Yeah. If someone actually like gives you an explanation as opposed to ghosting you. Recognize they could have ghosted you first and foremost. And second of all, you don't really need their, whatever they didn't like about you. You didn't need them to like it about you. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if someone is like, if I came off as like not funny and the person was like, look, I don't think we're going to be a match because like our sense of humor is don't align. Sense of humor is don't align. Sense of humor does not align. I mean, I, <laughs> I got it yeah. <laughs> the first time. <laughs> I think that was grammatically incorrect, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I didn't need that person to find me funny. But, you know, you just stay true to that sense of humor because it's who you are. And then eventually you'll find somebody who does. Exactly. Yeah. So when people do give you a reason as to why they don't think you're going to be a match, don't take it. It's it's hard to hear, but like, don't take it as it's not really offensive. It's literally just facts. It's facts that you two weren't meant to, you know, vibe together, but that's fine. Like, there's someone out there you're going to vibe with. So respect the honesty, you know, Yeah. respect the honesty. Yeah. It's just part part of the game. Part of the dating game is to be rejected sometimes. And that's hard. Yeah. But I. Rejection sucks, right? Like yeah. I don't like, and people handle it differently, but nobody wants to be rejected. Yeah. I've handled being rejected way better than I've handled being ghosted. Same. Cause it's, again, it's, it's just, it closes the book and you just move yeah. on from it. Yeah, absolutely. However long it may take you, but at least it's a closed book and you can move on. Yeah. I don't really know what other, I mean, I feel like I got lost in my explain, explanations. I don't know what, what advice I've given so far. Appreciate honesty and not being ghosted. Um, don't take the honesty too personally. We've talked about using filters to kind of like narrow your matches. Yeah. Put effort in. Like if you're looking for a relationship, put the effort in. To- yeah. That narrative of like playing cool or playing hard to get. Yeah. Be honest. Like, I don't think there's room for that on the no, dating app. I, I think people on dating apps are, have already like they're, they're, they're over that. Yeah. They're either too old or they've been in the game for too long and they yeah. kind of just want to speed the process up. Yeah. So there's a difference between being like super desperate yes. and being interested. Like you can tell somebody that, you know, you're looking for marriage and not come off like, oh, like this guy's looking to get married now. It's yeah, not it's the not, case. Yeah, it's right? not now. Yeah. It's, it's just like, like the end goal. Yeah. That's like, end this is somebody who knows where, where they want to end up. Right. And that's yeah. totally cool and respectable. And like, I, you know, I mean, that's one of the things that like, I think we appreciated about each other was like right out of the gate. Like we you know we're able to talk about the things that we were looking for yeah can i actually like a, a funny story that you just reminded me please of? do yeah um so like i'm christian so i put that on the dating app on like my profile i was christian and i was always pleasantly like i was pleased to match with people who were also christian because i was like I, I thought that that meant like oh we'll have something in common yeah but this was early on the app so i didn't want to come off as too i want to come off too strong and i was trying to play play it cool and um, not seem too invested or too committed. And so this guy who was Christian, like asked, you know, what are your views on marriage? And I think I said, I was like, oh, I don't want to get married anytime soon, but like maybe like eventually or something. I said, I, I it basically implied that I wasn't looking for it at the time. Yeah. Because I, mean, I was 25. I wasn't looking for marriage at the time. Yeah. And uh, he wrote, he, he responded that like, that wasn't really what he was looking for. And so he was, he was passing up and It wasn't so the fact that he was moving on necessarily that bothered me, but I did try and like justify what I said because as like, I didn't, I didn't mean like I didn't want to get married ever, Yeah. (laughs) but like the, I I don't really remember how he interpreted or whatever, but my point is, is that like, if I was being honest and true to myself, I should have answered that question with like, yeah, like marriage is the end game. Yeah. And I, me playing, playing it cool suggested that that might not be the end game for me. Yeah. And his response was, you know, I kind of want to be like, I want to talk to people who are like marriage is the end game. You trying to play it cool alluded to that. Like you were either unsure, uncertain or um, not like, yeah, fully committed to the idea of marriage, right? So. Which you were. 
But Which I was, yeah. Which you actually were, yeah. Because <laughs> when he said the end result of a relationship should be married, I was like, yeah, I, I know that. Yeah. I just didn't think it was going to be, yeah. you know, at 25. Yeah. It was very hard to communicate it. But my point is that I wasn't being, by playing cool, I wasn't necessarily being honest as to what I was looking for. Exactly. Because I was concerned that what I was looking for would come across as not be like, chill. That's yeah. not a chill response. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, that was my two cents there is I... I gave someone the wrong idea or the wrong impression because I was concerned my, what I actually wanted was too strong or too, yeah, coming on too strong. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to do that. You want to stay true to yourself. But yeah, I think that I feel like we've covered um, our advice there. Yeah. That's it. That's episode one in the books. Thanks for watching. Uh, if you made it this far, we really appreciate it. We hope that you enjoyed listening to us. You want to make this a weekly thing? It's going to be a weekly thing. How we're kind of formatting it now is like each episode, we're just going to be talking about like a topic. I know. So this one was dating apps. Yep. Next week, we'll be talking about boundaries, uh, why we think they're important, setting boundaries, how to set them, because maybe people don't know how to set boundaries. Yeah, right? exactly. And I I feel like boundaries is a big buzzword going around the dating community. Yeah. Um, but what that means for each couple can be different until next week we love your socks and this is abby and kyle out signing off yeah <laughs> <laughs>